first of all, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is the Spider-Gimman Show. Yes, that familiar theme music warns you that it's time once again for the Spud Goodman Radio Show with Chick Hunter. 60 minutes of audio on the internet. And now, to start things off, here is the studio orchestra of the Spud Goodman Show, Accordion Joe. Here comes the Spud Man. From the bowels of NWCZ Studio, ladies and gentlemen, let's get Ready to rumble! Here he is, the head cheese meister of the world. Why, Web? It's Spud Goodman. Greetings. Welcome to the you know the best darn radio show. Ninety-nine point eight percent of Earthlings have never heard of. I realize I'm rounding up an estimating 0.2% of the Earth's inhabitants do listen to this show, but in my defense, can anyone present proof at this moment that 0.2% are not listening right now? No, I thought not. All right. With me, as always, is my longtime co-host, Mr. Chick Hunter. Uh, give everyone, everyone, you know, who's now listening a brief acknowledgement that you are a living, breathing person and that I just, you know, you're, you're there, right? You are, you're uh-huh. sitting right next yep. to me. Okay, and you're not going to attempt to get in the way while I attempt to steer this vehicle no, forward, I correct? Won't. No, no, no. Uh, hello to all of the 0.2% people <laughs> on Earth. I hope everything is well with you. Yeah, me too. So, uh, can I ask uh, what the hell that thing in your mouth is? It's my e-cigarette, Spud. Everybody's got one these days. But you don't smoke, so yeah. uh, that's where that sort of steam coming out of your nostrils is from. At least I got an explanation. Well, I know I've said I would never smoke cigarettes. That's a nasty habit, right? Well, you yes. know, I'm not getting any younger, and at my last physical, my doctor said I really need to change my habits and start going the healthy route. Well, yeah, my doctors say that same thing to me every year, too. But what's that got to do with that fake wannabe cigarette? It's just one of the things on my list of things I need to do to get healthy. I read in this magazine that e-cigarettes can save a lot of lives. Really? What's so healthy about them? Well, first of all, they're cheaper. A lot cheaper than real cigarettes. I could end up saving over $3,000 a year by going with this route. But you... you hey, uh, Spud, excuse me. I hate to interrupt, but would this be a good time for me to no. bring up a possible new sponsor for the show? Uh, Lori just texted me and asked me to jump in here, and I wanted to mention Destination Harley in Silverdale. I hope I'm not interrupting. I but Well, this, you are. Well, listen, Spud, this could be the whale that we're looking for. This could be the account that lets us start paying people, maybe even the interns. Okay, Tell our executive producer that this is not a good time for you to like come on the show. I know you're new and everything, uh, but sales are not really... I mean, people in that end of the business, yeah. I don't want to be offend you, but... Go ahead. <laughs> You don't really possess the skills to be on air. Nothing personal. I totally understand, Spud, but I told the owners to listen tonight so they could see how great the show is and what the possibilities would be if they signed on. Right. As sales manager, I have to say, it's not easy selling spots on internet radio. You know what I'm saying? 
Uh, I might, but first of all, you need to know. You know what I'm saying is banned officially from this program. Oh. And secondly, I will not beg for sponsors. That's just not cool. Begging's only the last option, Spud. I'm pretty confident that the owners of this fine Harley-Davidson dealership will come to realize what the Spud Goodman Show can do for them if they do sign up for... Could I get, like, one of those small Harleys to test drive? I'd fall over with the really big ones. I'm thinking of, you know, maybe a loner for a couple weeks. Now that the weather's nice, I could drive it down by the waterfront. It would be better than renting a Corvette for the weekend. Look, I told you many times, the wheels might get you in the door with the ladies, but you still have to close the deal, and that's not your story. Uh, I wonder if my e-cigarettes will work while I'm cruising the highway on my hog. Uh, so listen, to Jim and Ed at Destination Harley, we hope you enjoy tonight's show. My best to your families. Kiss and if I say, much. well, the little ones would like to see how a radio show is done, come on down to the studio. Check out the Spud Goodman Show, close and personal. Guys, I'll be in touch. Yeah, are you done? Fine. Okay, right now, uh, I, I need some music. I pulled this out of our show's mini storage unit. Here are a group of women called The Surly Bitches recorded live on my show in 1992. Uh, this band has some of the greats from the Seattle area. Lisa Koch, Peggy Platt, Laura Love. I mean, they're, they're a great band. Check them out.
is a Spud Goodman Show. Greetings, beautiful mutants. This is Mark Mother's Bathroom Debo with you on the Spud Goodman Show. Spud, 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 we got a call. Yes. We got a call. We got I a hope call. So, okay. All right. I hope he's there. Is this uh, Mr. Tommy Chung? Who's calling? Uh, this is Spud Goodman. Uh, you remember me? Who? Spud Goodman. Who? Uh, I kind of have a radio show. Uh, we spoke previously. You remember me? Uh, Spud's not here. Sorry. Oh, Spud, oh, Spud's not there. Okay. Damn. No, I'm kidding, man. How All are you right. doing, Spud? Pretty good. How you doing? That was um, good. He had me. Yeah, he did. Uh, so. <laughs> How the yeah, hell are that's you? the Dave bit that Cheech and I do all the time. But. Yeah, that sounded kind of familiar. I love that. Uh, so, word on the street is uh, you and Cheech are putting on a show Saturday, uh, July 19th at the Marymore Park Concert Series in Seattle. It starts at 7 p.m. and the opening act is War. That's pretty freaking cool, man. Well, actually, uh, War and Cheech and Chong, we're actually Cheech and Chong, we open, we kind of open for War. In fact, it's my wife, Shelby Chong. She goes on before us. And oh. She introduces Cheech and Chong. And then we bring War out. And then we play uh, a couple of songs with War. And then War does their act, uh, some part of their act. And then we take either an intermission or we go right into Cheech and Chong uh, bits. And then Super. we come back with War. And it's a big party. Wow, sounds that way. Um, I don't yeah. want to give away any surprises, but you play the guitar. Do you uh, plan to jam with them? Or are you doing like a long guitar oh, yeah. solo on? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I play. I play. Uh, cool. I, <laughs> I play uh, uh, old man guitar now. All right, all right. Are you guys going to whip out Basketball Jones, a version? Uh, that's one of my all-time yep, faves. Yep, <gasps> yep. We're going to do Basketball Jones. We're going to do uh, Earache My Eye, you know. Oh, super. Mama talking to me, trying to tell me how to live. Yeah, we're going to do that song. We're gonna my do brain is like a sieve. All right. Yeah. Um, hey, you know, Tommy, since we last spoke last fall, I, I believe the last time we spoke, you might notice something just a little different after you get off the plane at the airport, because the vibe has changed a bit up here. Maybe not with the TSA, but in town as you try travel around. Yes, we have legalized the herb that has been utilized for thousands of years by fun-loving people prior to some of the Yeah, I love war. it. I love it, you know, because what's happening now, uh, because Seattle, it was always legal in Seattle for a certain uh, uh, culture, right. a certain amount of people. It was always legal. In fact, uh, it was legal for me. I was part of that culture. Mm -hmm. But it's so much fun to see the media, you know, taking pictures and showing, uh, uh, you know, white people smoking. It's incredible. Yeah, we have a city of Seattle, I believe, uh, prosecuting attorney, or anyway, a, lo a local dude was like, well, the first one in line, I guess, with the photo ops with the with the local media to buy uh, to be the first customer. It was kind of interesting on the night. Oh, that's great, man. Yeah. I wonder how many people they put in jail before that. <laughs> I, I think that had I think that was his atonement thing that he was. I, there had to be some sort of uh, deal. Like there. I say, man, you know, cops and, and judges and lawyers, they've been smoking it for forever. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Everybody's been smoking. Now everybody can smoke it and and buy it legally. I love it. Well, you know, I'm not an expert on this subject because I'm a civilian, really. But for a natural plant that can serve so many purposes, why do you think it ever did freak out all the powers that be to make it illegal? I mean, Drano can be found at Safeway, but and it can kill you. But you know, pot not so much. 
Well, the, the, the sad to say, the American uh, hierarchy, you know, the big business and, and, and the government, they're sort of conspiring to, to, uh, to keep Americans, the more unhealthy Americans are, the more money these people make, a lot of people make. You know? mm-hmm. The pharmaceutical companies, for instance, they, they didn't want it uh, legal because they knew that uh, marijuana could replace so many uh, expensive and, and dangerous pharmaceuticals. You know, and, and the great thing about it, they used to say that there wasn't enough evidence, you know, enough research with marijuana, but they've never been able to find anybody that's ever died from an overdose of marijuana. However, there's people dying left and right every day. Six, 60,000 people a year die from uh, legal pharmaceutical drugs. So uh, marijuana, you know, we're just we're just coming into the we're coming out of the dark ages. Yeah. And, it's, and Seattle is leading the way, or Washington is. Well, yeah, with Washington and Colorado uh, leading the way, do, do you and Cheech feel vindicated for being so far ahead of the curve as far as advocating a more sensible position on the topic of decriminalization? I got, I mean, you got to feel good. Oh yeah, yeah. Are you kidding? Uh, you know, we, we go, we're going around telling everybody, na 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 na. We told you so. <laughs> we were right and you were wrong. God, that's no, we good. were, we were. I went to jail because of it. Yes, you, know, you did. Yes, I, you did. Um, and uh, I, so I feel really vindicated, and uh, eventually I will be able to get rid of my uh, felony conviction. Can you please take that freaking thing out of your mouth if you're going to ask Tommy a question? You sound like you have marbles in there. Well, I think it makes me sound sophisticated. But okay, I'll take it out when I speak to the guest. Jeez. Okay, I've got a question about your partner. Did, did Cheech ever ask Don Johnson if he could have a couple of his old white suits and pastel t-shirts? I mean, did you ever see him wearing any of the hand-me-downs? I mean, what did Don do with them? I mean, they're back in style, right? <laughs> well, they're they're both a little bit uh, too big for their britches, you know. <laughs> All right, super. Uh, both of them, especially Don. Don got little. Nah, they got both got little chunky, you know. Yeah, that, that movie food. <laughs> I think we've all experienced that a bit over the years. Um, hey, uh, Cheech has been quoted as saying, uh, "Compromise is the key for any comedy duo to, to survive." And it sounds like marriage, something Chick and I have not been real successful at. So you, you two have been together. But we keep how trying. Long? We keep trying. But how long have you guys been together? Well, we 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 started in '71. Okay. Uh, well, actually, '69 is when we when we Cheech and John was born in '69, and then we split up for about 30 years, and then now we're back. So so you know we 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 did a 10 year run, and then we split up, and then we've been back for for another 10 years. So I guess we're getting ready to split again. No, we're. Uh, he said. She said. Compromise is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's right. You know. Well, Cheech is a, a genius. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was tested. He's up in the Mensa area. Didn't he freaking win Jeopardy? He, Celebrity Jeopardy? Yeah, yeah. He beat uh, Anderson Cooper. Jeez. He beat everybody. He was a, the the celebrity champion for one year. Spud, Spud, do, do you really think Cheech asked Tommy Chong to go get his prophylactics from the drugstore for him? I'm kind of getting tired of being your errand boy. Well, fine. If you want to be a baby about it, I'll order them online next time. Well, well, well save me one or two or three. All right. Hey, yeah, so, so Tommy, you live in L.A., correct? Yeah. Okay, so i yeah. got to ask you this. Off the record, what would you do if Justin Bieber tossed a few eggs at your house? Me, because I would unleash at the gates of hell on him and return fire with enough water balloons to flood his yard. What would you do? What would I do? Yeah. 
Ah, if he egged my house? Yeah. Hmm, I'd call uh, the media. I would have the media there because that's a good media op, you know. Absolutely. Justin Be- yeah, Justin Bieber is the guy. Uh, I would do what I'd... I, I, you know, one time I... Um, I was asked that question about uh, Hilt, uh, uh, Paris Hilton when right. she was put in jail. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, what would you do, you know? I, I would take, and this is what I said to CNN, I would, if, if I was a, the judge, I would have her come into my chambers and I would have her I'd pull down her pants and lend, bend her over my knee and give her such a licking. I would do the same thing to Justin now because he's a cute little guy. He's a little out of control, though. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, but, yeah, of course he is. Of course he is. Right. Well, somebody that needs rap, to do that. That rap music, there's a there's a, a thing that makes you is he a rapper? talk funny and smoke funny things, you know? All right. Okay. Um, okay. Hopefully, uh, I want to say uh, that you're going to also be stopping in other cities around the country where our show is carried, because uh, I know you guys put on an amazing show. So once again, Cheech and Chong will be appearing at the Marymore Park Concert Series July 19th, and uh, War will also be on the bill, which is amazing. So, I, Tommy, I really want to thank you so much for spending some time with us again i hope we can talk also in the future well you got my number man so uh, you know call anytime i'm uh, i'm always ready to help guys on the radio super all right uh chick that the word's goodbye okay thank you very much goodbye we got a guy near named dick uh chick no, although, oh, although I, I might have to think about that. All right, well, you take care, man. Okay, bye, Dick. Huh? This is the Spud Goodman Show. Looks just like the real thing. All right, it's musical guest interview time. Uh, please greet our musical guest for the evening. Mr. Repent, uh, a rap artist from the Northwest, I believe. Welcome to our show, uh, Mr. Repent. What's up, Spud? Yeah, super. Um, hey, what does a rapper do if he can't rhyme? And are there books or something he can refer to when you're trying to write? Well, I guess you call them songs. Well, I mean, you could ask two chains that basically. Two chains is that plural? So it's somebody. Yeah, there's two of them. There's oh, two chains. Okay. Super. There's, who are, who are they? Who are two chains? It's it's a guy that wears chains? it's a guy that wears two chains and doesn't rhyme. Oh, super. Okay. Um, so he, so years ago, I remember asking uh, Chuck D from Public Enemy about this East Coast, West Coast feud thing. You know, it, it made a lot of rappers grumpy. Is that still thing going on? Is that kind of going on now? Because I'm wearing no. my Pirates hat tonight. Is that okay? Man, you are late. It's going on that's, in my mind right that's, now. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's been over for years. You're, oh, you're, super. You're, you're showing your age right so now, So ceasefire? And I didn't need the flap jacket. All right, <laughs> super. did not. Okay. Well, it you know, it seems like it's uh, way more expensive to be a rapper than being a rock band. Is, is All they need is like a pair of ratty jeans and a t-shirt to wear on stage. But rappers need to be like, have all top of the line, everything. Do you, do you need like a second job before you can take your first gig as a rapper? Well, what about all the equipment rock bands need to have? Like, well, yeah, I guess uh, they need like that. A, like a drum set and a guitar yeah. and a bass and, you know, all that kind of stuff that is kind of required in the field. Tax of- breaks help, man. They, they, they do. <laughs> Touche. Okay. Um, so what is the name of the first song and where is it on? Like a like a actual CD? Uh, this first song is called All Systems Go. It's from my upcoming album, A Beautiful Funeral. And uh, we just shot a video for it actually recently, a couple of weeks ago. It should be coming out pretty soon. Well, very nice. Let's, let's hear it. Hey. 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 
one of those wobbly bass songs. Yeah. It makes your weeble wobble all around. Yo. Yeah. Uh. Uh, yeah. Ha. Yeah, yeah, this that shit right here. Got them waving side to side from the front to the rear. And I got them in they low low, slumped in their chair. Long as that beat banging, oh my god, I swear all systems are. Yeah, yeah, this that shit right here. Got them waving side to side from the front to the rear. And I got them in they low low, slumped in their chair. Long as that beat banging, oh my god, I swear all systems are. Go. The only thing I love more than true war. Scenes is an old fashioned massacre on 214. Nan King on these crooked hoes. Look at go. Take a cookie from my jar. Slaughter them like crooked and Joe. Right when I thought the bar could knock it lower, you put it on the flow. Me? Putting on a whole new pot of Joe. You? Putting on a show. Me? I stand like Geronimo while you fall off like dominoes. Why you talking about bringing out all of your soldiers? I'm out of a car row. Uh, so lace your boots up and hand me that machine gun, Kelly. Get ready for zombies. We already seen some. And I'm not talking about Miami. Nah. Talking the truth now, that's, that's why I watch Zombie Land with a pad and pen. Shotting the rules down, see, belt, buckle that. Cardio and double tap. Plus, I know how to fit a body in a duffel bag. Big shit popping like a party over bubble wrap. Big shit popping like Mario on mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, this that shit right here. Got them waving side to side from the front to the rear. And I got them in they low low, slumped in their chair. Long as that beat banging, oh my god, I swear all systems are Yeah, yeah, this that shit. Right here, got them waving side to side from the front to the rear And I got them in they low low, slumped in their chair Long as that beat banging, oh my god, I swear all systems are go All systems are go, all victims bleed slow All vixens, y'all should call me Dick Nixon, deep throat Steve, open up the water gate, roll over and go to sleep Thanks, but I am not trying to conversate Matter of fact, I should probably take my ass home Wash my dick with acetone and drown my sorrows in a bomb Dumb Get yourself a different Clark Kent quick I just saved the day to make it back arch Then dip, that's it and I know that's cold But no when damsel She'll be in danger again in a day or so But I'll be the way for show So she better have a goddamn backup plan To back up the backup plan Before she ends up getting trafficked In the back of a pickup in Pakistan Real monsters ain't got horns and hooves They hump around on foot Taking the children when the parents don't look Plus most of us don't got a Liam Neeson for a father Just gonna make it So we drink it in their honor Yeah, yeah, this that shit right here Got them waving side to side From the front to the rear And I got them in they low low, slumped in their chair Long as that beat banging, oh my god I swear all systems are yeah, go Yeah, yeah, this that shit right here Got them waving side to side from the front to the rear And I got them in they low low, slumped in their chair Long as that beat banging, oh my god I swear all systems are go 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 all systems are go. 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 This is the Spud Goodman Show. The Spud Goodman Radio Show with Chick Hunter will return in just a moment. Spud, don't let me, let me in tears. Spud, don't let me, for drinking my beers. He takes the spatula and puts it in the pan. And why he done that, I just don't understand. He grabs some pencil to quick relief. He 
is indigestion is beyond belief. Spot Goodman! Spot Goodman! Spot Goodman Show! Once again, here are your hosts, Spud Goodman and Chick Hunter. Spud, Spud, Spud. On what? One, what? On one said Amber's on the phone. You might want to watch what you say with this call. You know? She may be your stalker, but remember, she has two tickets for opening game of the season for the Seahawks against Green Bay, and it is so sold out. Right, right, right. Must be smart here. All right, put her through. Put her through. Come on. Hey, is this Spud? Um... <clears throat> Hey, Roger that, uh, Amber. This is oh wow, um, the woman I've been so looking forward to seeing on September fourth at eight thirty p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Um, yeah, it's, it's kickoff. I've been trying to reach you Monday for the night, last couple weeks. Thursday night football. Excuse me. Well, I know, I know. I I've kind of been out of the country on business. Yeah, he has to travel all the time around the world. He's almost never at home on weekends, and most of the time he's out of cell phone reception. No bars most of the time, right, Spud? Well, yes. You know, Amber, this job requires a lot of travel to places where. I'm really not at liberty to discuss over the air some very dangerous countries dangerous. in that sandy part of the world. And, and that's about all I can say, really. Hmm, you've never mentioned this traveling overseas to me before. Well, I certainly hope you'll be around on Thursday, September 4th. Absolutely. We have plans to go to the game and later our night at the Four Seasons Hotel. You betcha. And, hey, I most certainly will be around and I'm considering for the very first time in my life that evening of painting my face for the game. But, you know, if I do, please, please do not post any photos. You know, that would be unfortunate. And, and Amber, blah, blah, blah. Amber, Amber, if you have a girlfriend who might want someone to go to the game with with them to, you know, explain the rules and everything, I might be able to make it myself and just putting it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my girlfriends hate football, chick. I'm uh. sorry. So, um, Spud, we do need to get together in the next few days and reconnect. Um, yeah. I mean, how long has it been since I dropped by the studio? We haven't seen each other since. Yeah. <laughs> It's something different with my hair, and I think you'll like it. Well, Spud loves the Jennifer Aniston cut. Well, yeah, like 15 years ago. Jeez. Amber, I'm sure your hair looks lovely. You know, I'm going to call you uh, in the next few days, and I'm going to see how you're doing. Well, what are you doing tonight? You know, um, I'm not that far from the studio right now. Yeah. You wanna, that is you know, messed up, yo. Somewhere for dinner or, or maybe for a drink? Um, You know... You know, I, I kind of had to do this thing. I, I got to rewire my yeah. ham radio that I keep handy in case of a national disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, Spud is a big ham radio enthusiast. Right. He's a good guy to know if we have a big earthquake or a tsunami. A tsunami. Sorry. Uh, how about if I text you a little later and tell you how the ham radio works going? And, you know, how, how about that? Okay, got to go now. Bye. Hello? Hello? Is anybody there? Am I still on the air? Bud. Oh, okay. Okay, now, okay right. now I gotta maybe go out and buy some stupid ham radio. Wow. She Oof. ever finds out where I live. Where do they even sell those damn things? They have no clue. All right, uh, I guess I should have said. Oh, well, never mind. Anyway. Hey, Spud, did you know I could fill up my e cigarette with all sorts of liquids? I know you liked those clove cigarettes back in the 80s. 
Do you want me to buy some of that? Well, I do cop to kind of liking the smell of a woman with those clove things, but that was a mm. long time ago. Not sure how I'm going to feel these days. I guess it would depend on who was serving as a human incense holder next to me. For sure, you do not need to try that in the studio, though. Trust me on this. After a few minutes, I'm pretty sure even the interns would beat the crap out of you. Well, well, what flavors would you be able to tolerate? I want to make sure my new lifestyle habits don't negatively impact the show. Could you handle, say, French vanilla? No, thank you. Uh, I- so, Spud, uh, the guys at Destination Harley in Silverdale were listening to the show. Uh, Good. Well, at least for the first few minutes. I guess one of their wives made the decision that your show wasn't their cup of tea. Bunch of haters, huh? Well, they left me a voicemail, and it seemed pretty certain that they're no longer interested Mm, in sponsoring the show. But I want to say, if they're still tuned in, I could say whatever our host said that offended you, please understand, he is very sorry that he said it. Sorry for what? If, If they don't like me, then that's the way it goes. But... You know, maybe we can blame it on the, our musical guests. Maybe they are just anti-smokeites. Well, <laughs> well, the message just mentioned you, Spud. So, uh, I figured. It's, listen, it's I figured. on to other possible Fine, sponsors. I can handle it. Yeah, uh, I do have some leads in other businesses in around both Seattle and around the country. Detroit is coming back strong, right? So I'll be in touch with enterprises Hello, there. W R O M. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fort Myers, Florida. They're going to be hearing from me too. Um. Is that a promise or a warning? Because maybe you should have kept that under wraps. Kind of like D-Day, you know? Why, why tip them off before? Now they got time to change your number. Mm. Well, why don't you look into an e-cigarette company? If they won't pay us, and maybe you could get me a year's free supply of whatever flavor they maybe want to get rid of. You know, the stuff nobody else is buying, like maybe basil or bubblegum flavors? Okay, check. I could make a few calls. Uh, (laughs) There's money to be made with those things. I'm interested. Hey, I'm a former three-pack-a-day guy myself. I really miss them, but after... That that, is messed up, yo. I'll tell you what, after my second heart attack, my wife pretty much ended my habit. Well, hey, off the record, you never ever even sneak a smoke? Sometimes I'm like, when she's not around? Come on, come on, you can be honest with me. No, 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 uh, though I must admit... I'm intrigued with chicks apparatus. Do there. you want to take a puff? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. All right, okay. There you go. Ah, pretty smooth. Huh? All right. Great taste. Can, can you guys save economical. this smoking discussion till after the show? Okay. Right now we need to move on, and I think it's time. In fact, I heard little uh, snippets of of probably one of my most favorite songs of all time, the theme song to to. Uh, Mr. Tony Dow, we got, we're, I I think he's, I think he's on the line waiting to see if he's on, if they got him. Uh, I love this show. You know how I looked up to Tony, or I should say Wally. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because when I was a little guy, I mean, now he was my dream big brother. Yeah, I walked down the street, one foot on the curb, one foot in the street, doo-doo-doo the whole time. Well, well, let's, let's bring him on. I guess we should, I'm going to get ready. I can handle this. I know I can handle this. All right, please welcome to the Spud Goodman Radio Show, actor, director, producer, and world-renowned sculptor. Uh, And I guess I have to say this, you co-starred in one of the coolest TV shows ever made, Leave it to Beaver, which debuted in 1957 for one season on CBS and then five more on ABC through 1963. And of course, can still be found on reruns. Yes, uh, everyone can tell I'm pretty pumped here, Chick. Back me up. Very few guests make me nervous, but this is different. Yeah, put on a safety belt. So how are you doing, Tony Dow? (laughs) 
I'm doing great. How are you? I was very lucky to be on that show, wasn't I? It uh, was a terrific show. It was mm. the best. You added a lot to it, It too. was the best. Um, okay, well, so you will be appearing July 19th and 20th at the Star World Celebrity Collectible Show, which will be held at the Weston's LAX Excess Hope excuse me airport hotel uh thanks a lot for checking in with this and all that i'm i'm pretty pumped so let's let's do this um uh before we begin though i must state for the record as someone who, who never had an older brother no i had an older sister whose drama queen tendencies uh, overshadowed my formative years in the family but say as as wally cleaver you represented the ideal big brother and i cannot express how much i wanted someone like you in my family so how tough was it for you like when you were in high school uh, you know in in when you went to the beach or the grocery store and younger kids would be bugging you because i mean the show is pre-beatles but you were at that level man well, I, I don't know about that, but but uh, yeah, I was. It was a it was a terrific part, and um, you know the show was really interesting because it showed uh, life from a child's point of view, and it uh, you know I was a sort of go between between the parents and the and the bees, and um, you know it uh, I I didn't get bugged a lot by by people much. I mean I you know people would whisper behind my back or they'd point or they'd do stuff like that. But uh, everybody actually was very <clears throat> was very nice because the show was pretty well respected and uh, uh, yeah you know it was a it was a time it was a quieter time in our uh, uh, history. Hey Spud, Spud, do you think if you had Wally for a big brother, your life would have turned out different? What what's that supposed to mean? I think I turned out okay. I'm no serial killer or hedge fund manager. Well. Well, in addition to acting, you later became a TV director and producer. What were some of the series that you worked on? Um, well, I did. Uh, I directed a bunch of coaches. Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, Craig sure. Nelson and uh, that that show. I did the Father um, Back. I did Babylon Five, which uh, super was sci-fi. Great, great show. I did Star Trek: uh, Deep Space Nine. I did. Uh, wow. A bunch of crusades, which they, it came on the air after Babylon Five. Uh, same production company. I did a show called um, Cover Me, uh, which I think was probably my favorite. Uh, my favorite show it was an hour episodic show, mm-hmm. and then I did a bunch of half-hour things like Harry and the Hendersons and Lassie and. Um, uh, Let's see what were I? I can't even remember. You know, I probably did fifteen or twenty different shows. So. Wow. Well, Tony, you're a multifaceted dude. Let's let's get this out for the record. You now concentrate on your sculpting career, and your work has been shown like worldwide. You you specialize in what? Both uncast pearl wood and bronze. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, I, I must say though that that that. Uh, <laughs> Your introduction's a little over the top. I don't think I'm a world-renowned uh, oh. artist, but uh, I did have a sh- I, I did have a piece that was exhibited um, at the Louvre at a annual yes. show they okay. have there. Okay. And. Uh, so you know that that was sort of my big international uh, moment. But, I think you're um, way too modest, but that's okay. It's my job to bring the stuff it, out. It was at a gallery. It's it's in the Louvre, but it's a it's a separate gallery where special shows are done. And this was called uh, well, I, I've forgotten the name of the show. But anyway, it was a it's an annual show that's a juried show, and the gallery I was in sent a couple of photographs of my work in, and they accepted one of them. So. 
that was kind of cool. Uh, I, I would yeah. say that would be very cool. Uh, hey, listeners can check out your work at your website, TonyDaleSculpture.com. I, I took a visit there. It's pretty amazing, the stuff you create. So um, I know I know you're, you tend towards modesty, but it's, it's my job to kind of uh, get to the point where what you've done is pretty amazing because not a whole lot of... Uh, child actors, later TV directors, producers, um, have their artwork uh, displayed in the Louvre. So, I mean, I'll say it if you won't. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> so Chick here wanted to ask you something. So this is your, I know you're a major fan. Well, I, I just want to know, like, did you ever feel like taking Eddie outside and like whooping up on him just to keep him straight? Because he seemed like he was kind of that way in real life too, was he? No. <laughs> Actually, he was probably the best actor of all of us. He was, he was. Uh, I mean, he was a little mischievous. There's no doubt about that. And he had a little bit of a a, a swarmy uh, attitude on occasion. Uh, but yeah. he, uh, he's actually a really good guy and a uh, uh, really good family guy. He's got two kids that are like, you know, one's a veterinary surgeon who, who there's only a few of them around. And, and then his other son is an editor and doing really well. So he's, uh, he's a good guy. That's so, good to hear. So you never pounded him, huh? Wow. Okay. Never did. Although in the movie, I I, I gave him a shot. I don't know if you remember the well, yeah. CBS uh, movie. Yeah. yeah, I I gave him a shot in that, but that, that's about as close as we got to coming to blows. All right. Um, my personal Beaver question deals with the dialogue. Like you and Jerry Mathers were the first two kids on TV who talk like real kids. Like you know, for instance, like get in the business. Uh, I want to hunk, hunk a cake, uh, mess around, crummy, and a lot of the words that the real kids spoke. Um, did you guys add some of that stuff, or were the writers really that tuned in to how kids talked? Well, I'd like to say we, we were a big part of that, but no, the writers had seven kids between them, and actually all the stories, certainly for the first year, uh, and, and probably uh, on after that, were written from uh, episodes that their sons would bring home from school or their friends. They would, you know, they, so they were really in tune. Although there were, you know, there were times when there would, we'd have a reading and some word wouldn't sound right or we'd, you know, whatever, and we'd uh, see if we could change it. But the problem was, you know, Jerry and I are working, um, uh, you know, eight to ten hours a day or whatever it is. So we're not very good uh, judges of what the kids are doing, you know, because we're not out around the kids. Good I remember point. I had a, I was asked to t give a talk on the 50s uh, or 60s at a high school, and I said, well, this should be a piece of cake. Well, I got there, and I realized I don't know anything about that because I, I was working that whole, <laughs> whole time period, right. you know. Right, And our show was representing the time period pretty well, but, <clears throat> you know, I certainly wasn't out hanging with the guys and, talking the talk and you know hmm. so super um well hey this is a little off topic but my co-host here is on his health kick now and is taken up to sucking on those e-cigarettes i just fault. don't get it do you think they're really that healthy because he never smoked until he started seeing everyone with those stupid things in his mouth is that big in hollywood those things i have no idea i would not do it all right that's uh, for the record but but so you, you never smoked and now you're um smoking uh, whatever that well, thing they look is. cool i thought i'd do it because you know everybody else is standing he around holding it's them healthy up. but anyway i'm sorry to bother you're you with breathing that. deep it's just while we're doing the show i'm having I hate to deal to say with it. i think it looks dumb but uh, thank you okay. thank you, you, you Tony. you get your choice all right hey spud spud can i get a sweetie or pepto there i i should have only had four of those waffle tacos at taco bell Number five or six is not sitting well. 
Fine, okay. I did tell you though, didn't I? Yeah. Um well, um last question and in regard it's related to the the, the series, the, the one of my all-time favorites, probably my top 3. Um do, do you ever hang at all with any of the cast members? It's still to this day? Uh, uh yeah, yeah, we don't hang if you're talking about hanging uh, socially and going out and getting yeah. a burger or you know going playing pool or something like that. But we do uh, show up at the same events occasionally and uh, um you know, we uh, I'd say we get together maybe five, six times a year or something like that. Once again, Tony will be appearing July 19th and 20th at the Star World Celebrity Collectible Show at the Weston's LAX Airport Hotel. This has uh, been quite memorable for me, and I very rarely have them, to be honest with you, after being in this talk show racket for many years. So this, is, I, uh, this has been pretty cool for me. Yeah, have fun there, Mr. Dow. Well, I appreciate it, and uh, why don't you come down and say hi? Uh, we just might do that. It's a long drive, I guess. Huh? Well, um, <laughs> a chick's car? You're going to get your car back from your parents? Are they I should. One of the, the one they let you use? All right, super. All right, uh, Mr. Tony Dell, thank you so much. Thank you. This is one of radio's most famous musical productions, the program that brings you the music of a nation that loves to sing and whose songs reflect the beauty and romance inherent in its way of life. This is a Spud Goodman Show. All right, once again, repent. A beautiful funeral. Next month, August 26th. iTunes, repent.bandcamp.com, R-I-P-Y-N-T. I brought my guy Carl Rowe over here. Yeah. Go. Yo, hey Rip, get him. I'm so bad with a bone shattering flow pattern. I hold cannons that blow back and make souls scatter. These old lads hold hands like they bromancing. And they walk up, bopping to some old Hanson. What take name and ain't afraid of no Manson. That's why I got a cult following that shows passion. These cavemen think they so handsome until they meet a spaceman and realize they crow Magnus. Fossilized, I've been trained to optimize. That's why I don't wait around. I make a lane and walk the line. I was on my grind back when Eminem was in a parking lot, strangling up guys with they Crocanized, fucking hostile, put beats in hospitals, then visit just to put a shot of air in their IV. Cause I don't coddle, I murder them something awful and stop them until they're six feet under RIP. Sleep is the cousin, don't, don't let them pop, pop ya. Pistol grip pump, guess who shot ya? Treat me like a monster, cause I'm a fucking rider. It's no sleep for the wicked homie. Sleep is the cousin, don't let them pop ya. Pistol grip pump, guess who shot ya? Treat me like a monster, cause I'm a Yo. fucking rider. It's no sleep for the wicked homie. Uh, first verse was a demonstration Verse 2 is termination Earth Invasion, <laughs> urban warfare Nightmare, the reaper's waiting And gives a fuck about your rank on the reverb nation Or how many tweets following your tweets Likes on your Facebook Look a little tweet, be your YouTube subscriber I'd rather stick a needle in my very own voodoo While I Hulu survivor you ain't even competing with me Back when I was nothing, you wasn't even believing in me Back when I was struggling, you wouldn't even take meetings with me Now I'm sitting at the king's table, bitch, you ain't fucking eating with me Got a team of fucking demons with me, real goons Keep talking, you gon' see them with me real soon A bunch of anti-heroes with no moral code Throwing bows, give a foe a swirly in an old commode 
Hugo Strange. I play the background and pull those strings and make you pull a Kurt Cobain and burst your brain. Two cases are never the same. Cause in your case, nobody will remember your name. And that's a low down, dirty shame. Keenan Ivory, you barely even touched green. Poison Ivy, now you and Davy Jones are napping in the same locker. That's the cost when you fuck with a monster. R.I.P. Waiting for the sunrise. The night's gon' fade away. See the color sometimes. But I see shades of gray. When everyone dies, it's too late for the great escape. The only way to survive is to stay away. Sleep is the cousin, don't let him pop. Yeah. Pistol grip pump, guess who shot ya? Treat me like a monster, cause I'm a fucking rider. It's no sleep for the wicked homie. Sleep is the cousin, don't let him pop ya. Pistol grip pump, guess who shot ya? Treat me like a monster, cause I'm a fucking rider. It's no sleep for the wicked homie. Sleep is the cousin, don't let him pop ya. Pistol grip pump, guess who shot ya? Treat me like a monster, cause I'm a fucking rider. It's no sleep for the wicked homie. Sleep is the cousin, don't let him pop ya. Pistol grip pump, guess who shot ya? Treat me like a monster, cause I'm a fucking rider. It's no sleep for the wicked homies. R.I.P. Carl Rowe, DJ Rise, a beautiful funeral, August 26.R.I.P.Y.N.T.Bandcamp.com and on iTunes. Boom. This is a Spud Goodman Show. Looks just like the real thing. Maybe. I, sp- I don't know. Maybe after that last line, I should put on some Kevlar. What do you think? It, I should have kept it on. Yeah, but this is, I think there's a caller on hold right now. Do you want to take it? It's not someone important or anything. Just some guy named Jimmy Farber calling from I think St. Louis. Have we ever had anybody from St. Louis ever no. call our show? I don't think so. Let's put him on. Am, am I on the air? Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, this is awesome. Okay. Hey, okay, then. Call, 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 calm down. Why are you so happy? Are you sure you were calling the Spud Goodman show? I mean, did you get the wrong number or something? Hey, I tried calling a couple weeks ago. No one answered the phone, man. Well, we took like two weeks off and aired reruns, okay? I'm not a robo talk show host. I have a life if you're interested, you know. I was able to see every season two Orange is the New Black episode, most of the Party Down South shows on CMT, and all of the back episodes of Courtney and Kim Take Miami that I had missed previously. It was a very productive vacation. You guys have made me a very happy guy. You're welcome. Because I only needed four more shows today to stay on pace for the record. What record? Record? The Guinness, the Guinness World Record for calling into a talk show. Hey, I plan to smash the current record. Um, is this something to really feel good about? I mean, I'm a talk show host, and I sort of know that it's not that special talking with us while we're on the air. Yeah. Really? Yes. Hardly anyone ever calls in except for well, Spud's family and a few crazy people. <gasps> Are you crazy? Oh, I can assure you, I'm not crazy. Hey, hey oh. this whole thing started with my, with my son Evan's suggestion that I call into Radio Disney for him. That was nice. three years ago. He's, he's going to turn 15 next month. So a 12-year-old boy was listening to Radio Disney. That is messed that up, yo. That was then, you know. Anyway, after I got on the air and I requested the song that he wanted to hear, it just felt so cool. That I started to call all the stations in the St. Louis area. 
And then I ran out of stations in Missouri, so I started calling as many places as they could around the country. Well, yes. is this story going anywhere? Because I have a show to host, and it's kind of boring. You know, I think we need well, to bail out of this. Well, you didn't ask me why I called. Hey, uh, so a friend of a friend of mine, you see, he traveled to every major league ballpark in the U.S. He even caught a Blue Jays game in Toronto. Super. Uh, he said after it was done, it was the greatest thing he'd ever accomplished. Well, that's just flat out sad. Yeah, yeah, like I always wanted to go to every Taco Bell in Washington State, but my doctor told me I have to cut back on spicy food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for putting me on the air tonight. I've just about crossed off all the AM and FM shows in America. You know, but with all these new internet radio shows out there, I figure it's going to take me another five years or so to get to my quest. So I, I just want to make my son so proud of his dad, you know? Uh, you know, I could think of a few things a bit more significant, but hey, if this helps your relationship with your kid, so be it. I got to go, though, no. I got to go. Goodbye, Jimmy Farber. I hope your son will love you more when you're done with this. <laughs> all right, yeah. Hey, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, all right, later, dude. All right, uh, right now it's it's time to cue up our clip of the week. This is history revisionist lesson number 214, uh, provided courtesy, of course, by Fox News. In this lesson from Megyn Kelly's show, her guest, right-wing filmmaker and author uh, Dinesh D'Souza, he makes the case that our Native Americans were not wiped out by, you know, people trying to push them off their land. No, no, they just got sick and died off of natural causes. I, I guess this dude never saw any westerns on TV or at the movies growing up. I sort of remember a different story. Here's his version, though. Let's look at genocide. Let's look at genocide. The American Indian population shrunk by 80% over 150 years. The, the main reason for that was not because of warfare or warfare or, or systematic killing. It's because the white man brought with him from Europe diseases, from Europe, diseases, from Europe. Uh, one third of the population of Europe 100 years later was earlier had been wiped out by the Black Plague. Where did that come from? Asia. Diseases from Europe, diseases from Asia. Diseases go from civilization to civilization. That's not genocide. That's not genocide. That's not genocide. That's not genocide. Genocide is when you intended to wipe out a people. They intended to wipe out the people and steal their land and they did both. Genocide is when you intend to wipe out a people. They intended to wipe out the people and steal their land and they did both. Diseases from Europe. Diseases from Asia. Diseases go from civilization to civilization. That's not genocide. Genocide is when you intend to wipe out a people. They did both. Genocide is when you intend to wipe out a people. They did both. They did both. Let's look at genocide. That's not genocide. The main reason for that was not because of warfare or, or systematic killing. That's because the white man brought with him from Europe genocide. They intended to wipe out the people and steal their land and they did both. That's not genocide. Do you think there's a reflexive, reflexive instinct on many on the, on the left, or to the left of the left, as I guess you are, uh, to, to blame America first? Blame America first. Blame America first. They intended to wipe out the people and steal their land and they did both. Hi, this is Christopher Walken. You're listening to a man whose voice sounds really weird. It's Spud Goodman. Take a listen and tell me if I'm crazy. It sounds like his voice is f up. It's Spud Goodman. This is Uncle Steve testing, one, two, three, four. This is Jerry testing, one, two, three, four. This is Greg, the ancient Inca warrior testing, one, two, three, four. 
This is Uncle Steve testing, Jerry testing, testing, one, two, three, four. This is Uncle Hank, a warrior, Jerry testing, one, two, three, four. This is Greg, the ancient Inca warrior, testing, one, two, three, four. This is Uncle, this is, this is Jerry, the ancient Inca warrior, testing, one, two, three, four. Your cousin Samuel's on the line. He's been calling each week, and you haven't let him on the air for a month or so. Let him on. He knows it's not personal. Uh, there's there's not much of a market for a cross-dressing, you know, radio weather person with horrible taste in clothing. Even our really narrow little demographic, they have standards, too. Well, maybe not, but he is family, and we have a minute or so here. Come on. I read that email from our executive producer about transvestites being an audience we could be tapping into. Yeah, but his forecasts are wrong like 80% of the they time. They are. Okay, fine, put them on. But before you begin to disparage my meteorological skills, I'm willing to guarantee the forecast I prepared for tonight will be 100% accurate. You always Not say. only for the Pacific Northwest, but in the other markets the show is on, too. I spent over 11 hours compiling this. Ooh. My Doppler radar system was pushed to its limit. Well, well since yeah, yeah, yeah. you're still paying on that dumb piece of crap for the next eight years at least, it better are work sometime. Are are you ready for my forecast? It will only take a moment. Sure, says messed up, yo. Give it your best shot. I'm pulling for you. Why, thank you, Chick. Well. Okay, for the state of Washington, the city of Detroit, the state of New Jersey, and actually the whole tri-state area, Fort Myers, Myers, Florida, and both El Paso and Wichita Falls, Texas, uh-huh. I am advising everyone to lather on the sunscreen if you will be venturing outside for the next three to four weeks, as it will be sunny and warm. You can weeks? put away the umbrella for the immediate future. Great weeks? forecast, Samuel. Well done. It's the heart of the summer. A third grader could have pulled that out of their butt. But he did. And just, and just as accurate, don't call again until the fall when it's a fair contest. I will take that as an acknowledgement of my talents, and I will be signing off now. This has been the Samuel Goodman Weather Report, your trusted source of weather information. Good night. God. One forecast that might turn out to be true, and he gets all cocky. All right, right Somewhere. now we need to wrap this show, so can you take that stupid thing out of your mouth, please? The place reeks of stale nicotine steam. Well, uh, you know, it's not that easy, Spud. Well, maybe you should just have thought about that before you started this nasty new habit. I mean, sometimes you need to realize everything you read is not totally true. Well, I know these e-cigarettes are totally healthy, but I, it didn't say anything in that article I was reading about them being addictive. I, I don't want to turn my life over to them. I, I can't be sucking on this thing in the bathtub or while I'm volunteering at the YMCA. Well, maybe the women in that seniors water aerobics class might like it. You know, oh. people in their 70s and 80s. You know, when they're getting up in years, uh, they smoked 24-7 when they were in their prime. Yeah. And from watching Mad Men, I mean, they probably smoked sometimes even when they were sleeping. Now that is where I draw the line. Even if I can't kick these e-cigarettes, I will never smoke in my sleep. Okay, yeah, but yeah. I, I need to bring this show in on time, Good. so i got to say goodbye now. Uh, hey, hey, excuse me, Spud. Yeah. I was instructed yeah. to jump in here real quick. I want to extend Make an offer quick. to any prospective sponsors that might still be listening. I want you to know, regardless of the on-air talent, the Spud Goodman Show is... Is still an excellent advertising opportunity. Wow, That's for wow, it. Okay, okay don't wow. don't tell me our illustrious executive producer once again is panicking. Mm. She needs to remember there are a lot of great shows out there that people hate. That is messed up, y'all. You know, especially sponsors, because they're people too. Yeah, I, but I am ready to step up right now and try and kick my e-cigarette. I, I know it won't be easy. I'll probably need to crash at your place for the weekend while I go through, yes. through this. You know? My mom would freak out if she saw me sweating and shaking in bed. 
Should I bring a change of sheets? I sweat a lot. Sweat. I'm not crazy about you kicking, you know, this thing in my apartment. Hey, uh, Gerald, don't don't you live in some fancy rambler in the suburbs? Could could Chick spend the, the oh, weekend yeah. maybe with you and just just tell the wife uh, he has the flu or something? Oh, gee, I don't know if she'd be okay no, with no, that. It'd be know. okay. I mean, don't, don't you have a hot tub? I, I heard you tell the interns about it. That would be the perfect place to try and kick it. Oh. Just don't let me pass out in it. And you do have a life preserver that I could wear if I fall asleep? I think I've got one in the garage okay, or something. All right. Okay, okay. This oh, is Spud Goodman. Be all that you can be, and I mean that. God bless and ciao. Once again, here is Repent. Hey. Hi. This is Repent and Carl. Yeah. This is our DJ, by the way. We got a really filthy DJ, so, you know, he just does stuff. He's all right. Oh, he's okay. Seems like a nice guy. He seems like a nice guy. Hey, let's get him real quick, though. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine not having your spinal cord You're laying in a slump Ain't got the ump to fucking jump and get the people pumped Ain't got a fuck to give them, let, let alone, alone some cuts to bump Ain't running shit, you're like a shrimp, you're less than half above a gump Or maybe just imagine being Superman Able to stand against the roughest, toughest groups that you can fathom The sight of you makes enemies induced to poop and spasm Until one gets hold of kryptonite and puts you in a casket That's how I feel when I'm on stage and DJ rising with me I want him shining with me, seeing these horizons with me That goes for all my team and Anyone who sided with me Magnetic Freddy Koo Carl Rowe They be riding with yeah. me And this is not a subject That's up for discussion This dude who stands behind me Shouldn't need no introduction Cause the, the MC's only as good As the guy who's on the table And my guy's able To give you all concussions Let me introduce you To my DJ He going in like Yeah Let me introduce you To my DJ He going in like that's why the beats keep rocking and the party's still jumping When my DJ's in the place, he needs no introduction I'd like you to meet my DJ, he be going in like Come again now Yeah DJ Scratch It High Give it to him, man Ah They rise, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we're bringing it back in. Here we go, here we go. You have just heard a reasonable facsimile of a radio program. If this was not a real radio program, you would have been instructed to go to another website in hopes of finding one. The Spud Goodman Radio Show represents the last line of defense in our ongoing battle to rid the world of generic entertainment. Get involved. Together we can make a difference. The show is written and directed by Spud Goodman, produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions. Original music by Michael Spots and Tom Harmon. Executive producer is Lori Madsen. And associate producer is Aaron Chanfrau. Live music production and broadcast Cast engineering by On One at the facilities of NWCZ Radio. Check out Spud's TV stuff on YouTube, his radio stuff on iTunes, NWCZ, or SpudGoodman.com, and follow Spud on all types of social media. Believe me, he's finally getting the hang of this stuff. Opinions expressed on this show do not reflect those of this station, the sponsors, or any other living being except Spud Goodman. Copyright 2014, Spud Goodman Productions, David Brenneman speaking.
Welcome to the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. We will now perform an autopsy of tonight's episode. Here is your host, Ivy Quinn. Hi, I'm Ivy Quinn. Welcome, and like the announcer man said, welcome to the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. I like to kind of give a little personal intro so you don't think, you know, we don't care. Speaking of caring... I'd like to thank uh, Repent for sticking around. We're going to hear from them in a little bit. And uh, I'd like to thank our panel tonight. We have uh, TJ on one. No. Our intern. Our, I guess you're our sales manager now? Well, I'm, I'm trying to be. Gerald, thank you yeah. for staying. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. And the aromatic chick hunter. <coughs> yes, I'm still here. Okay, um, speaking of feelings and stuff, and mm-hmm. Lori told me we've got a we got to stop you, okay? So stop she told me. me to write down my feelings, so I need to read to you what I need to stop say. Stop me what? Chick, we care about you a lot. This madness has to stop. For 27 years, it was your thumb or writing utensils, then ring pops, and now this, e-cigarettes. Your oral That is fix- not super. Your oral fixation is harming you and your friends and loved ones, and it really grosses me out. Please get some help. I wrote something down too. Uh, <clears throat> chick, try my pen. It's way better. Oh, yeah, because the last one's vanilla cupcake. What flavor's yours? Please don't enable him on one. Lori's going to get really mad and then she'll blame me. Here. Well, not, not, it won't be his fault. Well, on one's not responsible for anything. You need to think about it, though. Not it's affecting myself. other people. I can barely touch anything in this studio because I think you've had most of it in your mouth, dude. Well, that's not. I. It's things just need to be done. Professional help for your oral fixation. Come on. Well, I don't know where it started, but maybe a long time ago. Something to do with your mother. If if Freud if Freud has anything to say about it. Everything has to do with somebody's mother, doesn't it? It's true. First up tonight, uh, we have a band from Daleks, Texas. Oil Boom with their song 45 Revolutions Per Minute, and then a band that originally hailed from Spanaway, Washington, who attained a bit of national notoriety a few years back. Seaweed with Rusty Ranch.
Goodman Post Show Report. We're back and uh, we're live now with Repent. Uh, thank you guys for sticking around. For show. Um, mm. Would you like to introduce yourself so the listening public like know you more personally? Yeah, uh, I'm Repent. R I P Y N T. My name is Carl Rowe, and, I, and I'm DJ Rice. Yep, DJ Rice. Oh, this, this is the team. <laughs> my name is Doctor <laughs> DJ Rice. My name is DJ Doctor Love Rice. <laughs> I thought you wanted them to introduce themselves to each other. Oh, I, I'm hi, assuming hi, I'm, they're I'm, I'm acquainted. Hey, good to meet you, man. Hey, man. Good nice to, to meet you. Nice to meet you, bro. Yeah. And, and Have you guys met the DJ? It's nice. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> that you guys were kind of giving no, him no, a no. nice little shout out in your other previous well, performance. We roll as a team. Like it's yeah. it's Repent and Carl Rowe. Our last project was Repent and Carl Rowe. <laughs> underrated. Uh, this has been my DJ for forever. So Carl Rowe. Yeah. This guy's DJ. Do you find so. you have to enunciate so people don't mistake you for the oh, oh <sighs> yeah the politician? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. We're, well, there's actually a guy. I googled my name and it, <laughs> some weird people do this things uh, these days. But I heard this. There's a guy out there that's a that's like a part of the like the gaming board or something like that his name is carl, carl rowe yeah yeah it's pretty super yeah. I, I was googling you yeah. the other night just to see if i was working with the right person yeah yeah <laughs> I, think, I think it's refreshing that you admit you google yourself because yeah. a lot I of google people myself. are like oh no i don't do that i google myself as often as possible why, why not <laughs> i'm trying to find out at least twice a day you can go at least twice a day yeah. i'm googling myself right yeah. now i got harry yeah. palm I, I got harry palm <laughs> are we talking so about the same thing yeah no i mean i don't know i google myself every day please Please forget him. We're doing our best to make him like, be able to be introduced into society. Right on. Uh, right this on. is as Later close to public as we get. Yeah. Well, you know, I would stay in my house too if I was smoking the e-cig. Yeah. I, I would Google myself even more. Yeah. At least it's a little bit more current, you know. True. Yeah. He's totally hip with the times. Yeah. He's so, a real Seattleite smoking hip, that though. fucking thing. Um, what are you going to play for us tonight? Uh, or do perform, you know. We're gonna we're gonna do a song off of Underrated for the last song. Uh, we're yeah. gonna do the song called Venus Flytrap. Yeah, I don't know why it's called that. I do. Oh, okay. Because well, we go to Venus for the oh, flytrap. Yeah. yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> that's what we, you know that's what we do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, I mean, no, I mean, no, no, I mean. We're gassing each is, other right is now. Is Venus <laughs> convenient for like all your one-stop shopping needs? It, it with women. Uh, um, super. Basically, basically on underrated, there's a song called Far Away where um, I was going through some shit. And so I talked about um, building a spaceship out of an old cutlass in a junkyard and a, and a flux capacitor from an old DeLorean mm-hmm. and flying to Mars to all, hang out with Marvin. It's all serious. I would watch that Saturday morning cartoon. It would be an amazing Saturday Sounds morning legit. cartoon. Yep. The follow-up song directly after it is about not being able to find any women on Mars because men are from Mars and women are from Venus, so we have to go to Venus instead. Well, mm. I'm glad that you're flexible. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you go ahead and... Yeah. Uh, and we listen to Muse, by the way. <laughs> well, you listen to Muse. <laughs> all right. Hi, Christy. Yeah. Oh my God. You know I'm gonna shout out my girl. Wow. You know I'm gonna shout out my girl. What up, Michelle? Oh my God. <laughs> we do this on stage, by the way. We we do. This is exactly what we do on stage. Yeah. Yeah. What are we gonna do? Get a get an engine. Let's get it. Ready? I'm in the cutty and I'm rolling with Marvin. I picked him up at his Martian apartment. Freaking and driving, not using Carson. We throw it to the winds of Mars and keep marching. Hit the saloon at noon on Barsoom. We armed with a few ray guns and harpoons. A disintegrator with a neotech and a bad attitude to get you stretched out like cartoons. Ain't seen a woman in days, just odd dudes who pod race for pinks and mix. They hard losers. If you cross them, they boss and Marv said it ain't nothing new. That's just what tharts do. If I'm in the position, ain't gonna be a hero. I'ma shoot Rito in the pee hole. Don't wanna be a bully Devo, but if it comes down to it, I'm whipping like Devo. Ha! 
And I'm looking for that bitch with three tits I seen on that movie when I was surfing the TiVo So I'm looking at Marvin like where the party at I wanna be a wild boy like I was morphing in a Stevo All up at the bar, quick shot at the shot of Ciroc Getting tossed like I was stiffing a kilo Martian coat, all up in your nose This is how it goes when you mix like Stitch and Lilo We are not the same, I'm a, you know Human dreaming, erasing the fuck around Pluto And if Marv can find me a green chip, kudos And if she had a shower, I'ma eat her on a culo Then Marvin brought the party down as he told me There ain't no women around here on Mars, you genius Didn't you hear stupid men are from Mars And the only women are from Venus Martians, Martians Rolling to this club That we don't really give a fuck like Martians End up on my stuff And I'm about to get a chub like Martians So baby hop in my cut And we can roll the windows up like Martians Looking at me whipping a cutlass and blowing a kiss to every single bitch in outer space Right when I thought the party was over This Martian with four arms walks over He puts two on my shoulder Said me and him should be homies Cause he knows the way to the planet of love See, this is what he told me I'ma take you to the land of the lost We could open hand for box Where my weed is Yes, aliens do drugs Why do you think I'm always landing in cross? I've been watching you rapping for some time now And I must admit you're the man with the chops Look what you can do Look what I can do All four hands give applause Pull up to the curb tone Loke on blast Fill the cut with the purse Smoke on smash Pop the trunk I'm gonna load up the probe And if you don't know what it's for Bro, don't ask We going off the grid So how last? No license no tabs, no tags, grab the gonads Fourth horseman, about to do a line of coke off the dash Play the game at number 51 up in your area Space invader with the fader and I level up Ever wanna give a woman an enema? Then ready up, get tentacle with this, I got many ya Lover wanna be a fighter, why not be? My posse, bitch slap on a knocky Crack ho, we don't need a fucking eye locky Bad ho, or Venus Caprinas for the broccoli We gonna be sipping fine wine there Send a pic from the phone to the Wi-Fi air Snapshot too with the Einstein hair From the H2 channel with the wise eye stare Put the beaver, get a gurney for so gurney weaver The worm is eager to turn a seed to a furry creature Leader to the seed of a beater deceiver And I lead her to believe in my penis is bigger than her finger Martians Martians Rolling to this club And we don't really give a fuck like Fuck Martians Hand up on my stuff And I'm about to get a chub like Martians So baby hop in my cut And we can roll the windows up like Martians Looking at me whipping the cutlass and blowing a kiss to every single bitch in outer space ah, Bitches <laughs> My favorite part I'll get you my pretty And your little dog too <laughs> Wow Underrated <laughs> Carl wrote that band This is the Sped Goodman First Show Report Thank you guys so much. You are really smart, really funny, and you have a great sound. And I'm going to have to listen to that song like at least 20 more times so I can catch all the Easter eggs. Oh, thanks. You guys rock. Now you can. And I will so I can catch every single cultural reference. I was like noting them in the first hour, too. You guys are are great. So thank you very much. And at this time in the program, after an amazing performance, we like to transition into our clips, and I believe Chick's gonna tell us about that. We have you our clip. this week. Yes, I do. Um, we we talked to Tommy Chong again. Wow. And uh, he has he's aware that like Washington State is now one of two states that have legal marijuana, so he wanted to talk about that. I think he was happy to talk about that. Cool.
and and buy it legally. I love it. Well, you know, I'm not an expert on this subject because I'm a civilian, really. But for a natural plant that can serve so many purposes, why do you think it ever did freak out all the powers that be to make it illegal? I mean, Drano can be found at Safeway, but and it can kill you. But you know, pot not so much. Well, the, the, the sad to say, the American uh, hierarchy—you know, the big business and 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 the government—they're sort of conspiring to to uh, to keep Americans. The more unhealthy Americans are, the more money these people make. A lot of people make. You mm-hmm. know, the pharmaceutical companies, for instance, they they didn't want it uh, legal because they knew that uh, marijuana could replace so many uh, expensive and, and dangerous pharmaceuticals, you know. And, and the great thing about it, they used to say that there wasn't enough evidence, you know, enough research with marijuana, but they've never been able to find anybody that's ever died from an overdose of marijuana. However, there's people dying left and right every day. Six, 60,000 people a year die from uh, legal pharmaceutical drugs. So uh, marijuana, you know, we're just we're just coming into the we're coming out of the dark ages, yeah. and, it's, and Seattle's leading the way, or Washington. Well, well I believe the, yeah, the no, salient I, I point was that he was talking about how the government is sort of manipulating the masses and corporate organizations were manipulating the masses in a manner to prevent them from using weed in an effective way so that they could fill our bodies with other chemical expensive toxins. Is that correct? Yeah, and he had a lot lot to say about the fact that pharmaceutical companies and everything want to keep it down. And even the government has even a patent on some of it that won't let anybody else have it. So if if they don't think it's legal, then why do they patent it? Well, I think it's just more of the, well, you're a sales guy. Why don't you tell us about it, Put Gerald? Put a spin on this, Gerald. Yeah, well, you know, I, I don't want to say anything uh, negative against the pharmaceutical industry because they could be potential sponsors of the Spud Goodman Maybe Show. Maybe we could have nice che- children's chewable marijuana. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know about children's chewable marijuana, but that, that is something that we might be able to see. And you the know what? Flint Stoners? Come on, man. You make a really good point. Now that marijuana is legal in the great state of Washington. Great state. Maybe we could start looking at having sponsors uh, uh, of the Spud Goodman show that are, are, are purveyors of this particular uh, substance. Are you suggesting perhaps a corporate sponsor that might have a kinship with our ideal or our current listenership? I frankly don't see why not. That sounds pretty smart, even though, you know, Spud's not really into the whole sales thing. I could get behind that, especially, yeah. you know, if there's like free samples, I'll do my part. Listen, uh, listen, Spud's not here right now. Right. The fact of the matter is, this show's got to make some money. He doesn't care about it, but everybody else does. Dude, no. I'm cool with whatever. I, I know he doesn't like you. I'm happy to have you here, and, and I'll do what I'm told, you I'd, know? I'd like to try it, but I'm kind of scared. I don't want to, like, go out and jump off a bridge or something. Nobody's hmm. going to ask you to jump off a bridge, Chick. But I don't know if I could control myself. I've seen movies about it. Well, if you're talking about Reefer Madness, yeah. we'll yeah. watch it again, and I'll explain it to you so that you aren't frightened, okay? It's a cautionary tale. Okay. Well, maybe I'll try it someday. Okay, so we're going to go back to the music. First, we have a song from the band Knapsack, originally released in 1998, Shape of Fear. And then we have a song recorded live on our show a few months back by the Jamie Nova band titled Sticks and Stones.
It is special musical guest time. We're very pleased to have this group with us tonight. It is Jamie Nova. They have a brand new CD out titled The Softer Side. Check it out. It's very good. Down long and winding road Sometimes you find that your mind is stuck on overload All the weight you place upon your frame Has made you strong but it has damaged you just the same Just let go. It's trivial. 
Do you have another clip for us? Yes, yes, we do. This is, is our revisionist clip thing. Oh, of the week. Yeah, and, and I don't know. It's kind of like the way the Republicans remember the 80s differently than, I don't know, everybody else. You know, the <laughs> 80s are different. And, but it's like a whole new take on the genocide thing. Super. Let's look at genocide. Let's look at genocide. The American Indian population shrunk by 80% over 150 years. The, the main reason for that was not because of warfare or warfare or, or systematic killing. It's because the white man brought with him from Europe diseases, from Europe diseases, from Europe. Uh, one, third of, one third of the population of Europe a hundred years later was earlier had been wiped out by the Black Plague. Where did that come from? Asia. Diseases from Europe. Diseases from Asia. Diseases go from civilization to civilization. That's not genocide. That's not genocide. That's not genocide. That's not genocide. Genocide is when you intend to wipe out a people. They intended to wipe out the people and steal their land, and they did both. Genocide is when you intend to wipe out a people. They intended to wipe out the people and steal their land, and they did both. Diseases from Europe, diseases from Asia. Diseases go from civilization to civilization. That's not genocide. Genocide is when you intend to wipe out a people. They did both. Genocide is when you intend to wipe out a people. They did both. They did both. Let's look at genocide. That's not genocide. The main reason for that was not because of warfare or, or systematic killing. It's because the white man brought with him from Europe genocide. They intended to wipe out the people and steal their land, and they did both. That's not genocide. Do you think there's a reflexive, reflexive instinct on many on the, on the left, or to the left of the left, as I guess you are, uh, to, to blame America first? Blame America first. Blame America first. They intended to wipe out the people and steal their land, and they did both. Okay, I admit I'm getting older. I don't remember everything I learned in school, but I would call into question the gentleman's premise that it wasn't genocide because if I remember correctly, and y'all tell me if I'm wrong, okay. I seem to remember a bunch of white people rubbing blankets on their crusty open smallpox sores and then handing them over to another group of people to intentionally infect yeah. them, which I would think would count as genocide. Am, yeah. am I... Am I remembering stuff wrong? It, that was kind of the first uh, free giveaway in American history. Yeah, lucky them. So, Ooh. I mean, are we all are we all agreed that was kind of intentional? Mm-hmm. And then they sat down to dinner, right? Thanksgiving. You <laughs> try so hard, Chick, and I admire you working to remember your stuff you learned in school. And if you'd like to draw me a picture of the first Thanksgiving right now, I would really enjoy looking at that later in the show. I can draw a turkey. That is not super. Yes, use your hand. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Where so, are the crayons? 
I think we're going to head back to the music. Okay. Here are the Pedal Jets with Terra Nova. And following that, we have Warning, Danger, with When Thunder Roars, Go Indoors, a wise piece of personal safety advice.
this is the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. Chick, take mm. that crayon out of your mouth. <laughs> Trent, will you please take all the crayons away from him, please? Chick, give me the crayons. Thank you. All of them? All of them. Mm. Even the purple. Dang. Check him. Sometimes he hides the pink one. Chick, where's the pink? Never mind. Okay, Chick, can you do your clip now, please? Yes. This was like, I was like uh, lubricating my pants when this happened. We talked to Wally Cleaver. I mean, it was Tony Dow, and he's an artist and a sculptor and everything, which is really, really cool. But he was such a great guy to talk to. The stories he told. Super. Well, then let's hear the clip. Closest we got to coming to blows. All right. Um, my personal beaver question deals with the dialogue. Like you and Jerry Mathers were the first two kids on TV who talk like real kids. Like, you know, for instance, like get in the business. Uh, I want to hunk, hunk a cake, uh, mess around crummy. And a lot of the words that the real kids spoke. Um, did you guys add some of that stuff or were the writers really that tuned in to how kids talked? Well, I'd like to say we we were a big part of that, but no, the writers had seven kids between them, and actually all the stories, certainly for the first year, uh, and, and probably uh, on after that, were written from uh, episodes that their sons would bring home from school or their friends. They would, you know, so they were really in tune. Although there were, you know, there were times when there would we'd have a reading and some word wouldn't sound right, or we'd, you know, whatever, and we'd uh, see if we could change it but the problem was you know jerry and i are working um uh you know eight to ten hours a day or whatever it is so we're not very good uh, judges of what the kids are doing you know because we're not out around the kids i remember i had a i was asked to give a talk on the 50s uh or 60s at a high school and i said well this should be a piece of cake well i got there and i realized I don't know anything about that because I didn't. I was working that whole, whole time period, right, you know. Right. And our show was representing the time period pretty well, but you know, I certainly wasn't out hanging with the guys and talking the talk, and you know. Hmm. So super. Um, well, hey, this is a little off topic. So, chick, it sounds like you really have a thing for the whole leave it to beaver i love that show i always wanted to see a mashup of leave it to beaver and andy griffith i don't think mm. they did that in those days i think tv had more integrity what been a cool prince and the pauper thing oh yeah they could have done that there there was no there was no cross promotion of the uh, of the different shows i think at that time you just wanted to see aunt b and mrs cleaver get in a fight that would have been cool to see yeah who do you think would yeah. win oh aunt b aunt b yeah yeah she yeah. had the rolling rolling pin. Pin. always had the rolling yeah. Pin. yeah and she'd rip those pearls right off and throw them away unless <laughs> unless june surprised us by like using them like a garret or something yeah. oh. and, and think about it, like like tony dow was saying like like they didn't know how kids talk so Look at kids today and how they talk. I mean, I've walked my kids at the bus stop and see how they talk, and I don't hear that stuff on the TV. I don't know what you're watching, but... Um, what are you watching? I, I like to have a nice, diverse sampling of TV material, but... Uh, Is that what you call it? Yeah, you can check out my Netflix, like my little list. My queue? My queue. Okay. Yes, that's what they call it. They're all, right. all technical. Yeah. Hey, Netflix. They could be. They could be a sponsor of the Spud Goodman Show. Good work, Gerald. I, I'm. A, I'm going to work on that. Do you need Trent Super. to do anything? Because he's really not pulling his weight these days. If you'd like him to assist you, um, he can totally do that. Trent. Yeah. Can you please help him? 
Uh, what do you need? Well, listen, if, if I can get some advertising space sold, maybe we can get you a check. Don't, I like that idea. Don't yeah. fill <laughs> his head with ideas. Uh, I mean, that's probably a pipe dream. You know, that check will first go to repairing all the things you've broken in here, young I'll, I'll man. I'll give him a bag of checks. Wait, you're breaking my heart, Ivy. I am sorry. I am. <laughs> I have been directed to keep you in your place because that is where you need to be, apparently. And truth is truth. So, yeah. How, how true is that? And Absolute. now we are going to have a little bit more music. It's time for more tunes. For your listening pleasure, we have Comb Over with Balding, and then we bring you Quit Your Day Jobs Vlado Video.
This is the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. So, Chick, have you learned anything today about e-cigarettes and yeah, other things? The, it's it's not as bad as people make out. I mean, okay, come it's on. It's worse. I, I'm no, I'm maybe my my lips are a little dry and cracked and everything, and my tongue's kind of tingly, and the inside of my mouth is really dry, and the back of my throat has like something in it, and the, I kind of getting a headache up here and i smell like like aunt b's kitchen but other than that i I feel pretty cool you forgot the dry heaving during the last musical break well i that was that was something i ate i'm sure that is not super but uh yeah i i think it's it's i can see why people do it now so i felt really cool you are not cool really you are you are the actually opposite of cool vanilla cupcake and um, yes, DJ Vanilla Cupcake over there thinks you're not cool, and he would know. Yeah. He has the street cred and yeah. whatnot. Let's ask this young pup over here too, Trent. What do you think? I'm just kind of watching your eyes twitch. It's really fun to watch. Oh, I have an idea that too, Trent. Why don't you run down to the local e place, get like forty of the e-cigarettes. We're going to stuff them all in his mouth at one time and smoke him hardcore old school sitcom oh, yeah. style till he's sick. That's the way to get Super. Him to That'll be fun to see him on it. Oh. Yeah. Sure, I'm up. On one, do, do you have anything positive to offer? I, uh, you know, I I like I said in the beginning, I just think he needs to try my uh e-cig. We need to keep things out of his mouth. No, no, no. He, he's base, on the right This path. stems from his oral fixation. Please don't make me explain this. his problems during breastfeeding with his mom to you because that's going to be horrible for everybody. I look, I've super. Seen, I've seen people uh give up drinking and switch to this one. So I think it would work for uh e-cigs too. What is it? Apricot? Uh, something like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little jelly like that. Here, here, try it. Okay. Don't you dare. Your mom will yell at me. It's just an e-cig. Here. Oh, man, great. Now I'm going to have to coax him through the entire night telling him that he's not losing his toes or floating off into eight no, look, outer space. Look, he, he's smiling. How it do you feel, Chick? That's how it good. starts on one. You're not the one who has to make sure he doesn't lose his dish all over town and take his pants off at 7-Eleven. I think, I think your only worry is that he'll eat the last M&M. He can uh, have all the M&Ms he wants M&M. if he and keeps his pants on. M&Ms? Okay. Pants on, you M&Ms. Hung- are you hungry, Chick? Yeah. Chick, you got the munchies? No, I'm just hungry. Oh. <laughs> That's all. Great. Okay, we're going to go to some music while I try to make sure he doesn't have a bad trip. It's really bright in here. <sighs> Two more songs before we say goodbye. Here is Red Jacket Mine with Someone Else's Cake. And then the F-Holes with Tendency.
Cupcake Pites on one, Trent, and our new sales manager, Gerald. It was a pleasure having you here. Oh, thank you very much. It was a pleasure to be here, and I'm looking forward to calling on all kinds of sponsors that are going to really help the Spud Goodman Show, regardless of the fact that Spud Goodman's on it. That's exciting. Super. Just make sure some of them do food. I'm really hungry. Oh, you know, maybe we could... Oh, yeah. And can we stay away from, like, the medical experiments? We we were doing something with those guys, and it wasn't really very fun. Well, I'll tell you what. uh, Right now, I'm going to take anybody who's willing to give us money. Okay. When do I get a check? Yeah, well, I'm working on it. That is not super. Aren't you supposed to be getting his e-cigarettes? They were out. Trent. Panic was already there. Trent. (laughs) Do your job. I, I can't supply them. Chick already bought them all. All right, Chick. Hmm? As soon as we get out of this oral fixation deal... Well, maybe start working on your anal expulsive tendencies. Oh. It's kind of weird because most people don't Whoa. have emotional stallouts in all of Freud's psychosexual stages, but uh, one step at a time, buddy. Okay, that right. sounds fine. One step at a time? Yeah. One step at a time. Thanks for being here. The Spud Goodman Post Show Report is written and directed by Spud Goodman. Produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions. Executive producer, Lori Madsen. Audio engineer, On One, at the facilities of NWCZ Radio. Audio highlights, Derek Schneider. Our interns are Joseph Haley, Digital Operations, and Nevin Smith, In-Studio Production. Theme music composed and performed by Brian J. Martin. Copyright 2014, Spud Goodman Productions. David Brenneman speaking. Be sure to tune in next week at this time for another adventure in broadcast forensics on the Spud Goodman Post Show Report.